It's the 27th of July, and this is your Monday Microdose. It actually is the 27th of July. Um, as some of you know, normally I will I would uh, record this on uh, Sunday, just in case there were any hiccups with uploading, but yesterday I had a play date, and uh, I'm trying to learn how to do some wood carving. And uh, I posted that picture on Instagram, and it led to two very nice interactions with people online. Some of them may actually be watching right now. So uh, it gives me hope um, that we actually can be decent to each other. Uh, on online and in social media. And I think in large part, we probably are. But what seems to stand out is the the vitriol. So thank you. Um, and we are, this is the nicest comment section in all of social media, according to me. Um so uh, I was I had to go out for coffee this morning. Uh, I was I was out, and that doesn't happen very often. And I've mentioned in the past that we have this hands-free law now uh, in I think it's just Marion County. It may well no, I think it's the state of Indiana. And as I was pulling out of the place where I got this morning's coffee. Uh, I see a woman in scrubs, and she's got her face in her lap looking at her phone. Which brings me back to a comment that I made a couple of weeks ago, which is, one, how do you enforce this? But two, you know, this woman obviously works in the medical field. So if she hasn't come directly across someone who has been injured by distracted driving, she's certainly heard about more than one case. And it just leaves me shaking my head. And, you know, again, how do you enforce this law? So not to be, uh, you know, morbid on a Monday morning, uh, but I've been thinking about, you know, safety on the road and, you know, what would happen if, you know, God forbid something did happen while I was on my bike. Certainly there's emergency contact info on my phone, but, what you know, it's... Quite possible that I'm going to get separated from my phone, or my phone may get broken. And, you know, I know there's all kinds of, you know, there's road ID and all those things. And, and what I have used in the past is just a, you know, military style dog tag. And I used to go to the Army Navy surplus stores to get these, and, uh, you know, they were what they were. The new ones now, there seems to be at least one extra line so you can get more information out of it. And so I got a set of these, and I think for two, you know, stainless steel tags with the chains and the silencers, which is the black bit that goes around the tag so they don't rattle against each other if you're wearing both of them, it was less than 10 bucks. Um... And it just has, you know, a couple of contact numbers for people to call, and it's got my blood type, again, sorry, 
and uh, KNA, known al- no known allergies. I guess that actually should have been NKA. Hopefully the paramedics will know what I was talking about. Um, so yeah, if you're interested in something like that, I'll put the link down below. Like I said, it was less than 10 bucks. And, uh, you know, you can do yours without typos. Uh, the other bit is that the Be Nice teas are selling faster than I anticipated. Some of the sizes are close to sold out or sold out. Uh, so if you want a be nice, work hard, ride bikes, play music t-shirt, uh, that link is down in the comments as well under store merch, get them while you can. All right. It's answer time. I asked for some questions last week and y'all responded. Uh, so Glenn had a question about battery powered headlights. He said he has actually asked it twice. Sorry, Glenn. Uh, I must not have seen the first one. And quite honestly, I didn't even know they were still making battery-operated headlights. Um, But they are. Uh, There's a couple. I just did a cursory search, and, you know, it looks like Planet Bike and Knight Rider both make uh, a battery-operated headlight and taillight. Uh, And the Knight Rider one that I looked at was claiming 250 lumens. Uh, You know... Your results may vary. Uh, And then Tom wanted to know about dynamo lighting versus USB rechargeable. And his comment was that, you know, the USB rechargeable lights have gotten better and better. Um, It seems like every year the lights get more powerful and the batteries last longer. And all this is true. Uh, The 450 lumen Cygo light headlight that I was selling, uh, they now have a 650 lumen headlight that if you run at 450, the battery lasts longer than the 450 lumen light. More powerful light, you're running it at lower power, the battery lasts longer than the one that maxes out at 450. And, you know, they're reasonably priced. Why would you want a dynamo lighting system? Well, if you don't want to, you know, recharge your light every day. That's the main reason. Um, But it's a, you know, it's a big bite uh, right off the bat. I've sold uh, the Schmidt Sun 28 hubs, uh, which is kind of the gold standard for dynamo hubs and also the shutter precision i haven't got a lot of personal time on a shutter precision hub but i've got a couple of customers that have been running them for you know several years now without issue uh, and the lights are great uh you know i sell mainly the edelux again from schmidt the difference in light output between the Edelux 2, which is the current light, and the Edelux, that's the one I've got, is night and day. No pun intended. I mean, very, very bright. And you've all, you know, you're always going to have a light. You're not going to have to worry about, you know, did I leave it on the other bike? Did I charge it up? It's just always going to be there. And then my personal uh, preference is to just run a 
either a battery operated or USB rechargeable taillight. I know, you know, a lot of people like to run a dynamo powered light to the back too. I just don't want to deal with all those wires running from the front of the back all the way, you know, the front of the bike all the way to the back. That's just me. They work fine, but I just don't want to deal with all that. Um, so yeah, I hope that answered your question, Tom, you know, that it's just a convenience thing. I think more than anything else, you can certainly get a USB rechargeable light now that's going to literally turn night into day. Uh, it's just a matter of whether you want to get on a schedule of, of recharging it. Uh, Chris asked a question. He rides a Sam Hillborn. He's 5'11". He's got a PBH of 86 and a little bit more. Uh, For you, uh, those of you who don't speak Rivendell, PBH is your pubic bone height. Uh, And he's wondering about his bridge club size. Large. Every day. Large. Good luck finding one. (laughs) Uh at least for the time being. But yeah, I'd put you in a large every trip of the train. And then lastly, Steve wanted to know the difference. He was watching the Bridge Club versus uh, Clem, Clem Smith Jr. video, and he wanted to know what the difference was between the Bridge Club and the ECR. This is the easiest question I had. There is no difference in my mind. Uh, as far as the purpose that that bike was built for, the way it rides, uh, they are more similar than they are different. You're obviously going to get a little bit more tire clearance with the ECR. So three inch tire versus 2.8, not a big deal. Um, you're going to get better parts on a more expensive bike stands to reason. And you're going to get that you know, what I call that Swiss Army knife rear dropout. Which means, you know, you can run it as a a single speed. You can run it with a roll-off. It's got, you know, uh, the dedicated mounting points for a roll-off. It's also got the dedicated mounting points for the Surly trailers. Um, So horizontal uh, dropout versus vertical on the uh, bridge club. And I think the ECR has got, you know, a few more uh, barnacles, uh, a few more places to attach stuff, not that the Bridge Club doesn't have enough. So, you know, why would you buy an ECR uh, versus a Bridge Club? Well, if you don't mind spending a little bit more money, you're going to get a nicer, a a better equipped bike, I think. I think it already comes with a Maloco bar. Um that's really the to me the only reason i i prefer the the vertical dropout on the bridge club um you know horizontal dropouts can be kind of a a pain to deal with but you know it's not the end of the world especially if you're dealing with a uh a rear derailleur that's got a clutch that you can lock the the pulley cage forward makes it a little easier to get the the wheel in and out they're both great bikes um, but yeah, from a, from a use standpoint and a, and the way they ride standpoint to me, they're nearly identical. So that's it. 
I hope I answered all your questions. Thank you for asking them. Uh, you're always welcome to uh, put questions in the comments, and I will try to answer them if I can. I thank you all for watching. I thank you for the comments and the likes and the subscriptions, all that stuff. I mean, it it feels kind of weird to have to say it every week, but it does make uh, a really big difference in how the video gets viewed and how it gets distributed by uh, YouTube or just the audio part of it. Uh, interactions make a big difference and I appreciate each and every one. Thank you. I hope you guys have a great week and until next time, be nice, work hard, ride bikes, play music when you can. I'll talk to you soon.